Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Breaks Radio via Breaks Media. Be real as sell as kings should is the motto. I'm your co-host, Ralph, and I'm in the building with the usual suspects, La Familia, CEO Hayes and Johnny. Say what's up to the people, man. What's going on, Pete? Good evening, good morning, good night. Whatever time of the day it is, you listen to this. What's happening? Yes, sir. <laughs> How y'all doing, man? How everybody feeling, man? Man, it's been working been crazy. I'm just I'm glad to be recording, man. Just to get my get my mind get my mind off the bullshit. What's up? Man, it's it's such a like considering when we started this podcast and how crazy of a time in music it was because of good music, like I almost wish now Kanye would have spread out those releases. Um added like added like five more songs to eat and, and actually finished a lot of those albums because it's just like dead right now. You think so, man? I, I don't I don't know. I'm I'm not quite there with you because I expanded my, my listening taste for the past few weeks. So, you know, I wouldn't say it's quite dead, but it's not like everybody's tuned in to the culture right now like it was with good, good music releases though. But you know, uh we got it's a like lot of summer league to talk about my bad. It's like summer league after the NBA finals. Like it's not the same energy, oh, man. Disrespect, <laughs> yo. But no, we we it was a slow news week, but we got you know we got a few topics for the people. I think we good though, you know. But let's get into it, man. A few days ago, Lil Wayne, the Wayne Michael Carter, a giant elite Quasimodo. This is suspected to be a single off the Carter Five, which is dropping sometime maybe within the next few months. Anybody has initial reactions for this? Why you name it Quasimodo? It was just a reference. That's all. That's all I got from it. I don't know. I'm gonna say, why you gotta be so analytical, man? Like, Cause, man, it's Johnny. Listen, man, I'm an account. I'm an account. That's what I do. Like, <laughs> I have to question shit. He's been rapping for 20 years. I don't think he needs an explanation for why he ain't the Quasimodo. <laughs> hey, man, but he he hasn't been rapping for the past what five, six years. So I don't know. I don't know, man. You know I got a troll. I just want to know. I want to know certain stuff. What's up? <laughs> Listen, man. It, this 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 track itself. Um, mm-hmm. once I heard it was a new Lil Wayne track, I'm not gonna lie. I got excited. I got excited like it was like 2010 all over again. Yeah. Listening to the track, it's all right. It's not bad. I will say it's not bad. But after like considering, and maybe that's why they're pulling it the way they are because considering how much I'm sure he has built up to get out on this album. It, it just did. It didn't. I hope that the vibe of the album is not the song. That's what I'll say. I agree with that. Yeah, like the song is okay. Like I think it actually sounds pretty good. You know, from what we can. You know, the last few Little Wayne projects and songs that we've heard. Um, and I guess it is going to be on Carter Five. Can't find it anywhere. Anywhere. Like I was telling you guys, guys, before we started recording, I have never seen before on YouTube where they allow reaction videos but they completely drop out the audio of the reaction videos when the sound start like i don't even know how like what type of coding they did to even to to filter it to just take out that part of the audio in every video i mean i sit there and try to watch at least two or three reaction videos to try to hear parts of the song after it got pulled down and every single one the video would be fine. The moment the song started, the audio would completely drop. You can't hear the song. You can't hear the, the the YouTuber talk. None of that shit. This is some next level shit. All for a decent track. Like, it's just decent. Like, I want to say, you know, you ain't got to snatch it all the way down, man. But, I mean, does this change your anticipation level for Carter 5, anybody? No? Nothing? Like, I really didn't have an anticipation level, and I definitely don't have one now. Like, I feel like this 
So I, I did get a chance to listen to it, and I feel like this song, <laughs> this song kind of picks up where Wayne left off for real, because it's like he's not. It doesn't sound like he's really rapping for real. He's back on the you know the funny voice shit with the auto tune and all that, and it's like Wayne. I understand. I, I know the times of rap right now, but I really want you to rap, man. Like I really want you to rap. I don't need no harmonization, none of that. I just want bars. That's all I want from Wayne. Oh, well, you but ain't gonna like happen. Right, it ain't gonna happen. Right, you ain't gonna like none of the new music we finna talk about. Then. <laughs> 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 Yo, what you got? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I agree with Johnny, man. Like, like I said, after how long he's been been gone and what all he's been through to just be able to bring us this album because he wanted to bring it. At least in my mind, I'm thinking he wanted to get off Cash Money. He wanted. <laughs> He didn't want to put out the album because he wanted it to be his way. And if this is it, man, like, I, I will say this. If the, the, at the links they're going to pull all this down, whenever they do officially release something from the Carter, I need it to be bars. If it's not bars, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to forgive this one. It was a leak. Maybe it may not even make the album. Like, I'm trying to excuse it in my head. But if the first official release, if he's, like Johnny said, if he's harmonizing, if it's not straight bars, I'm, no, nah, I'm good. Well, this is my wish list for Carter Five. I hope that he's going back into the lab, revamped. And I would like to hear more of the, the his side of the story when it comes to the fallout with Birdman. I don't think he we've never really gotten that. And that would be dope to kind of hear him, you know, vent on the track. Sometimes, you know, people will say, oh, just put out a freestyle. Well, in today's rap climate, you can be a little bit personal on your, your rap albums if you want to. Yeah. So, I know, give me a verse here and there on your album, then boom, boom, boom. Do the, you know, do the Scorpion, you know, whatever. But, you know, we off that. Uh, <laughs> J. Cole, Jermaine Cole, dropped a freestyle. Album of the year freestyle. That's what he named the freestyle. My mind state for like the crime in the summertime. Higher than average, lot of cabbage. Thank God I never abide by the established guidelines that keep niggas inside of fabrics. Commissioned by the state, I skate by the masters like you with a new new riding passenger. Shout out Oak Cliff, I'm about to fly to Dallas. Decade from now, I might just buy the Mavericks. What up, Mark Cuban? I am only part human, half man, half amazing. Plus, I'm good at math like amazing. Hate to use stereotypes, but that's light compared to what a nigga get from car. Occasions. No race bait and treat the beat like PlayStation. Reporting to you live from the International Space Station. I probably vacation on Mars. The flow is out of this world and so is the bar. Uh, over the Uchi Wally beat. Did it justice. Y'all favorite song. <laughs> hey. it's, a, it's a good song, man. Like, don't hate on Uchi Wally, man. Uchi Wally is a good song. I ain't saying it's great. It's like a classic material, but it's a good song. <clears throat> No, uh, they both give me the blank stare. <laughs> they both no, giving me the blank stare. I respect you too much to say what I want to say right now. I'm so just I'm saying, like, hey, I'm not. <laughs> all I'm saying is, if the song came on, I would listen to it. I, I just let y'all have it. That's all. I, I'm gonna... <laughs> all right. But, anyway, but man, Jay, Cole just, he just Jay, Jay Cole, what, that's what I was about to say. What what what's our thoughts about the freestyle, man? I don't know who pissed him off, but I hope they piss him off again because he he fucked that up. Like he messed it up. I loved it. You know how like sometimes you you hear everyone's reaction to something before you get to actually experience yourself, and it and it hypes it up so much that when you finally do experience, it, you're like, oh, it's okay. The first 
40 seconds to almost a minute of this. I'm just like, well, he's rapping good. He's not really saying much to me lyrically. And then as soon as I had that thought, I was like, oh, God damn. This motherfucker yeah. went off. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm listening. I'm like, okay, everybody's going. I mean, because he, he, his cadence uh his, his bar structure everything was was good but like as far as like listening to the words and and what he was saying it was just, it was just okay at first and then like i said it was it was like edibles the moment you're like oh that ain't shit it just it it it, it hit me i was like god damn <laughs> good good reference man but uh yeah i i i think that that too like it was kind of it was okay at first and then all of a sudden it's just like okay he turned he, he turned the corner on us real quick now, it's a prelude to the album that's possibly coming off season. It seems like it's coming before the end of the year. Now, will we have any expectations for another J. Cole project this year? I mean, he did say it at the end of his album. I mean, the last yeah. song in his album was the prelude to the next album. Uh-huh. Um, if he if he did it, if he does it, hats off to him. Even if he brings us another album at the beginning of next year, still mm-hmm. hats off the fact that he's able to put out material at that rate. Um mm-hmm. And as much as KOD was kind of like it, it was experimental in a sense, like we 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 all like that album. I think overall, mm-hmm. if he brings this type of heat into that next album, it's he he'll have his second classic. <laughs> I like that. I like that energy. Now he named the album of the year. Now was he referring to KOD or the energy he's going to bring to the next album? I think he was referring to KOD because yeah, he even too. said it in the freestyle, right? Yeah, yeah, he did. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah I had to think about that, but. KOD could be somebody's album of the year, not mine, and that's coming from the J. Cole fan. But right. it can be, you know, it can be in the, the upper echelon. You know, it can be up there, like an honorable mention, not a top five. And that made me think too, like we all kind of said that J. Rock maybe has the album of the year, like KOD mm-hmm. versus Redemption. As much as I like KOD, I don't think it's even close. Oh no, 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 not not in the the way that Redemption was put together. No, yeah, mm-hmm. I agree with that. The production of Redemption is clearly better. Way better, <laughs> clearly, clearly, like clearly. Right, like, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking back to KOD. Like, okay, yeah, I, I think I'm rocking with that. I'm rocking with that. I'm rocking with that. And here's another question I have. So, based off this, is it time that J Cole let someone else produces one of his albums? Yes. Uh, uh it depends. Well, I would say yeah, but it depends on who. Well, yeah, that's that's always the you know yeah. the deciding factor, but he shouldn't be doing it. <laughs> that's what, that's what <laughs> I, I mean, think. He, all kind of he, <laughs> he can get like a couple tracks as long as he doesn't get all of them, because probably some of the throwaway beats he still uses for the album. Yeah. Like keep like the the two or three yeah. hardest hardest tracks, and then you know well, let everybody can, else. Like he's not a bad producer, and I don't want us to you know put that out. And I don't think that's what we're saying. Right. It's just that. Sonically, sometimes J. Cole can be a little off on his own beats. It's like Eminem producer. Like, hey, Bram, you're a good rapper. We don't need you producing, too. Like, you don't have to. Like, you can go get somebody else to do your shit. At least not on your own shit, because I feel like it takes away from the energy of the raps, like, of the bars. It's like, if you splitting your time between producing and rapping, it's like something's going to suffer instead of you just putting all of your energy into rapping. Man, could you just imagine a J. Cole album, like like the mature J. Cole, not what well, J. Cole in general, on like a Just Blaze or Kanye in their prime? Uh-huh. Man. Uh-huh. <laughs> like just imagine, just think about it. Yeah, it would be amazing. Yeah. Honestly, I would even say like a Justice League beat. I think he would probably kill a Justice League beat. Yeah. Shout out to Rip. Hope you're listening, bro. Yeah, but, yeah, it's, <laughs> but that was yeah, yeah. I I can definitely see that 
But, so, uh, so are we expecting like a mixtape or EP and then another album? I don't know. Like, I, expect, I expect another album. Jay Cole, at this point, he ain't doing no mixtapes. Okay. And then, like, he had KMD. the. Yeah, and he and he had the tweet that he was murdering beats or whatever. Like, I don't know if that's to say maybe we get more stuff like this, him rapping over older beats to kind of hype us up into the album, or maybe that was him just talking about the album. But I definitely think we're getting a project for him. Yeah. Yeah. He dropped his album. He went on vacation. He came back like, hey, just give me beats. I'm finna kill everything. <laughs> I'm finna kill everything. I, I actually love it. I love that energy from Cole. Like we 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 would like to appreciate an aggressive J. Cole. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. But uh let's let's switch gears again, fellas. Like uh next fri- last Friday, uh, a few albums came out, you know, nothing major for real, for real, but I I, I enjoyed every project. Well we've been talking about the bitches. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mac Miller <laughs> dropped the album entitled Swimming. Now, did y'all get a chance to listen to this at all? Okay, well let me ask this. CEO, I, did you get a chance to listen? I know Johnny ain't listening. I got I, I haven't I haven't got to sit with it the way I wanted to, but I have for the for the interest of this did a did a playthrough. And what I will say about it mm-hmm. is because I haven't got a chance to break down bars or anything. Sonically, just by going through it, it's dope. Yes. Yes, it is. Like, it's like he has some really solid production on here. Like, when I say production, I mean, like, real music, like, instrumentation. Like, I hear bass lines and shit on these songs. And then uh, one song really sounds like a J. Cole song. So I had to go crate diving. Like, I had to go look at the credits on this. J. Cole produced on the album. Oh, okay. okay. It was track number two. So I was like, okay. Now there's no features on here. Now the thing is, I don't. This is one of those albums that's kind of very, very melodic, and I'm thinking, you know, Johnny, <laughs> like oh you gonna hear God. a lot of, you know, you gonna hear a lot of that. Like, but the thing is, um, it's very kind of like somber in tone. Like, I don't know if you need to listen to this. Like, I don't know when you need to listen to it, but don't put it on early in the morning. Like <laughs> one of those, I don't know, bro. But it's not something you start off your day with. But it sounds good. So it's like, like it's sad. Like it's a sad tone. Like, well, first of all, like you gotta be in a, you gotta be like in a gloomy mood or something to listen to it. It was no, like if it's, I mean, like, it, 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 it was, was outside. You put it on. I, I wouldn't say that. I would. I get where Rob's coming from. Like I get what he, I get what he's getting at with that. I would say listen to it when you're in a not necessarily some like if you're in a reflective mood. I would say that's the time to listen to it. Because he's doing a lot of kind of like breakup themes on this album. Um, and then if you look at that, he looks kind of like he's sitting on the floor in a suit with no shoes on. Like, it's kind of, I don't know. Ariana Grande messed him up, man. I don't know, bro. Like, But the album, oh, shit. the album is, it's good. Are there some Ariana Grande references on this album? Because she, like, she just got engaged. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I wonder if he like real mad and like sprinkled his hate throughout the album. I would say it's kind of like those, you know, like, oh, I'm woe is me type of thing. Like, it's not like, uh, I don't fuck with you. Like, it's not that. <laughs> it's, not, it's, not, it's not that type of energy. Because trust me, you ain't going to get that on this album. I don't know. Like, yeah, and I'm my... not a Mac Miller guy. Like, I just happened to listen to it. And I thought it was okay. I'm, li- I'm looking I... at it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Can I, Ralph, can I ask you a question? So, yeah. okay. I've, I have not been the biggest Mac Miller fan. But did yeah. it did it bother you at all? And this is hip hop head talk. The way he yeah. stretched out certain syllables, like I feel like that's a that's a thing that people do when they're trying to make certain words rhyme together. But I feel like he leaned on that a little too much throughout this album. Yeah, like it's, okay. it's like what you say, like a reach. Like you're trying to make a like you can't make stuff work like that. Yeah. Well, fellas, fellas, that's that's a white people thing. It's called vocal fry. <laughs> it's a it's a real thing. 
Kim Kardashian does that shit all the time. <laughs> what? <laughs> but I'm she's serious. not rapping though. Like it's. <laughs> I'm just saying it's a it's a common thing among white people. Oh <laughs> uh, well, people. Johnny just dropped a gym vocal fry. Like, <laughs> vocal fry. Are we, episode, are we naming this episode vocal fry? <laughs> we, we, yes. There you go. Now we got the title of this episode. Oh wow! But that's, let's get off Mac. <laughs> that's funny. All right, but uh, Travis Scott, the god of, of Houston hip hop, right now has dropped another album. I think this is his third project, Astro World. Now, I'll start with this. This has a lot of features, but looking at the track listing, you'll never know. So you got to go great, you know, crate dive, as I like to say, or just look deep into the box score. He has Frank Ocean, Drake, Sway Lee from, uh, what's the name of that damn group? Uh, Ray Shrum. Yeah, those guys. Yeah. <laughs> Kid Cudi, Stevie Wonder's on here. Uh, the Weeknd's on here on two songs. Pharrell does some production and he's featured. Uh, 21 Savage, Quavo and Takeoff. Those are like the big people I'm going to name. It was a whole bunch of other people, but we're not going to talk about them. Now, this album is really, really good. Travis Scott has a lot of great production on this album. Did you listen to it, CEO? Yes. Here's the thing. I am not a Travis Scott fan by any means. Mm-hmm. I I will honestly go on record but to say that I probably hate Travis Scott. Mm-hmm. Damn. I did not like this album. Okay. I fucking love this album. Oh, I had two arguments for you because, like, I understand Travis Scott is an acquired taste in hip hop, especially when you're a hip hop head. This nigga ain't doing nothing, but this nigga on one song was singing skr, skr. Yes. And here's why certain music fits certain moods better. So, yeah. like, if I was listen, sitting back listening to this to try to break it down lyrically, bars, I probably would hate it. You can't. I listened to this album, Walking My Dog, and for some reason, I don't know if it was the fact that it was a little rainy outside, the cars were driving, the dog's 90 pounds, and he gets on my damn nerves. I, like, listen, to, I came back in the house, and I finished the album. I love the album. Like, the production is, production alone, I could listen to this album for the for the beats, and I rarely ever say that. I, I love this album. Yes, talk! I'm excited as shit. Alright, so... I've only gotten through a third of this album um, for work reasons. Now, from what I heard on this album, am I tripping or is every track like two or three different songs? Like the track will start is one is one beat. He's, you know, rapping, singing, and then it switches to another beat. Then he's rapping, singing. And maybe it's a feature or something. Okay. And it's like every song I've heard has been like that so far. This is probably your first time listening to a Travis Project there, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, he does that a lot. So I hate that shit. <laughs> it's like a bunch of interludes. Is what it feels like. To be honest, like, am I am I am I tripping? Am but I wrong? It, but if, but if like, you if you were outside jogging, would that not change the mood of the album? Like, I, I mean, I would still be like, did the track change? It was only a minute and a half. Did the track change? Like what? But that's that's a that's gonna like, throw me off. <laughs> but. but that's Travis isn't the only person that does that. Like, there's a few people you may not get every song like that, or at least two to three songs. But some people do have beat switch ups in their Kendrick, songs. Kendrick does it at least twice on every album. Go back and listen. Yeah, it's not the whole like every song I heard. Well, so yeah, far, it's definitely like not. Yeah, yeah, it's not every not every song. But yeah, it's 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 a technique you're, you're that people are doing more and more. It's not every song. <laughs> it's like the so first far. Two. <laughs> like, uh, 
It's about the first five. Johnny was so irritated by those first three tracks that he was just like, you know what? Like, nah, I'll come back to this. Like, that's what he's like, nah, I'll just come back to it. And then Drake was on track three, so I know he was really pissed. Like, <laughs> and the beat switch when Drake and, came. The beat switch when Drake came on. And like, Aubrey has a writing credit on this. So do we believe that he actually wrote it? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, because it was it was mediocre. Like it wasn't he wasn't really rapping. So yes, I believe Drake wrote it. But even with all the like one thing I did appreciate about this, like if I did see all the features, I'd probably be like, damn. But I didn't see them on the track listing. They're they're specifically not on there. Like he has a Stevie Wonder feature. Like Stevie Wonder's not seen, he's playing the harmonica on the song Stop Playing God. Or Stop Trying to Be God. Yeah, Stop Trying to Be God. But is very very dope. Just like to throw that out there. But now Travis Scott has a great album. How did you find out that was Stevie Wonder? Like are there credits or something that I don't see? Yeah, you go Google it. Oh, okay, well yeah. Right. <laughs> That's why I said you got to dig into the box score. You got to. I said you got to dig into the box score. It's not gonna be there. Like for yeah, reasons like that. He, I guess he didn't want anybody to know it. So when you listen it and then you hear Drake start rapping, then you hear Sway Lee start harmonizing you hear kid cuddy singing and then you do hear their harmonica but i didn't think it was stevie wonder actually playing it stevie mm-hmm. wonder has a feature credit so i mean i i think it's cool like with the track listing it doesn't show the features so you can't be surprised when you hear a certain artist i think that's pretty cool yeah. now me personally i'm not i'm not a guy that likes a lot of features on an album it's like you know i want to hear you it's cool if you have a few but like on every track man i don't really know Travis is kind of like in the the realm of a, a Ty Dolla Sign. Mm-hmm. He's gonna make an album, but when you get to a, a specific, I mean, when you get to a project for them, they're gonna have a lot of features. That just was worse because I don't think Travis Scott has a good song by himself. If you know a good Travis Scott song, so like, does Travis Scott tour then? Like, how yeah. does he tour? Oh, he, bro, festival god, bro. <laughs> like, he rock. Festivals. No, I guess like, fe- I guess festivals are like perfect for artists like this because you know they have probably have a shorter set than like an actual concert, and it's like you can do your verses from specific songs, get in, get out, get yeah. your money, and be gone. Yeah. And then he doesn't have to switch the beat three three to five times a set. So <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it was another album that dropped on Friday. YG drop stay dangerous this is i think this is his third project i could be wrong um fourth i'll start with oh it's fourth okay okay i wasn't sure now this was different than his previous project and i think he kind of got back to a decent yg if you know what a decent yg is um i think it's okay like i think it's cool i wouldn't say it's like over the top special like i think the production's good i think what he he came with content wise was good uh I enjoyed the last track on the album, Bompton Sinus, but I don't, I'm not crazy, like crazy about this project, but I do listen. Like I have listened to it maybe two to three times. Now, I, I haven't had a chance to listen to this, but let me ask y'all this. I know certain artists make you feel like a certain type of person. Like Nipsey probably make you feel like a crip, right? Mm-hmm. Like you want a crip walk anytime you hear Snoop. Does this, does this YG make you feel like a blood? Oh, for sure. Okay. <laughs> Most definitely. Feel like feel like, like dude off insecure. <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> I was looking for my red bandana. Oh, I'm about to be neck. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And hey, you beaut and thick. <laughs> Shit is hilarious. <laughs> that dude's low key one of the funniest parts of insecure, man. Yeah. Yes. What you think, uh, the uh, So I admittedly I haven't made my way all the way through this album. I made my way probably through about eight tracks of this album. Um 
DJ Mustard still like his production is bananas, and it fits YG yeah. very well. Um, but yeah, I mean, from what I've heard, I, I I like the album. I need to sit with it more, of course, because I haven't made way all the way through. Um, I will say this: ASAP's verse on this is better than any verse on his album, and oh, it's still fact. trash. Okay. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Yo. Wait, ASAP, ASAP Rocky. I'm assuming. Yes. yes. So it's better than any verse on the ASAP Rocky album. Yes. yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Have they, um, him and Tyler the Creator, have a freestyle that they put out? They were like in Paris or something. And they shot a video to it. Have y'all heard that? Uh, I listened to mm-hmm. clips of. It. I didn't see the whole thing because it was like Instagram or something. But it looked dope from what I was listening to. Like it was. They have like a few freestyles that they did together but i think anytime they they should do a joint album i think they would be they would have a dope joint album but their freestyle is kind of hard to uh, check it out when y'all get a chance now uh real quick before we kind of get off the yg uh stain jager's album he didn't he had features but it wasn't it doesn't seem like a lot he has a j305 asap rocky like we just discussed now big bank has two chains uh big shine and Nicki minaj on there uh, he has Ty Dolla Sign, Quavo, uh, Young Boy, Never Broke Again. I've heard that name before. Never heard any of his music. I don't think I really care to. And Mozzie. But the album does have some cohesion, which I always appreciate from anybody. Um, I just think the album is good. Like, I mean, I want to say, you know, I'm not, you know, hyping it, but I just think it's good. The album, especially, you know, after Stay Brazy, because Stay Brazy was all over the place. I feel that I have uh before we get into our next subject, I just have something that is really I've been meaning to bring up on like the last two episodes, but I haven't. Mm-hmm. Um, so as crazy as this may seem, Young Buck came out with a new project called Ten Plugs, right? Oh, okay. I won't say it's amazing, but it's very good. It's very <laughs> good. Um, is it, is it on is it on streaming like Apple Music? It's on Spotify. Okay. Um. But what I will say is that people don't realize Young Buck has literally put out a project every year since 2008. And I so after listening to this, I went back and made my way through it. 90% of these are quality. I'm just, it's just, I just wanted to point it out. Like, <laughs> dead serious. Yes. Like, 10 plugs. He's been on this 10 thing. So, 10 plugs, mm-hmm. 10 street commandments, 10 bodies, uh, 10 bullets, no place for me, letter to my label, um, What's the other one? My interview, all dope projects. Like I said, you will you will enjoy it more than you don't enjoy it. And I mean from everything from production to to wordplay. It's it's he's been putting out solid work. I just wanted to put that out there. I can believe that. Like I'm it's not hard to believe. It's just that when people aren't in your face with it, it's like, what? Yeah. yeah. Like, so, you know, I mean, we we appreciate the the rappers of yesteryear putting out quality work, even though they may not have the mainstream appeal anymore. But as long as you're still doing what you're supposed to do, hey, shit, it is what it is. Somehow hearing this news isn't as crazy as Silk the Shocker putting out an album this year. <laughs> like the fact that the fact that Young Buck has eight albums basically since 2008 <laughs> still isn't as crazy as Silk the Shocker putting out an album this year. <laughs> I can't argue. I can't. I, I got nothing. I got nothing. You really got that, Jack. It's not. It's crazy. <laughs> no, that was that was dope, man. But now you know we like to dig in the crates around here on the break. So you know we like to you know keep keep certain names afloat out here. So you know if you're listening, to that, go check out the young buck too. But definitely. Oh, but <laughs> just just, just go to Spotify. Go to the Spotify. Push shuffle. You'll be surprised. That's all I'll say. 
Gotcha. But no, we we have to rehash this one conversation that we had from the previous week. I brought up uh, that YG's My Crazy Life is undoubtedly a hip-hop classic. And it's because it's in the same breath as uh, Good Kid, Mad City. Now, I challenge uh, my, my brothers here to at least go listen to My Crazy Life to see if I'm crazy. So, did anybody take a chance on it? Anybody? I did. I did. Okay. I've listened to it two times all the way through just because okay. you asked me to. And what okay. I will say is, Ralph, you're my brother. I love you mm-hmm. very much. I would I would I would stab somebody for you. Mm-hmm. But there's no way in hell that my crazy life is a classic on the on the level of good kid Messi. In my opinion. Okay. Well just it well, just I, sonically, okay. I it it's not even so what here here's how I try to base it. Is okay. am I saying that the album is trash? Hell no. I would not say that at all. Mm-hmm. But when I'm listening to Good Kid, Mad City, it's not just about the stories. It's about the beat selection. It's about the way he used the features. It's about the way his voice sounds on certain on certain tracks. I don't mm-hmm. get that vibe from any of YG's songs. I I I love a lot of a lot of the album, mm-hmm. but it's just it's just not on the same level to me. If 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 we're putting Good Kid, Mad City, let's just say I'm not saying it is. Let's say it's a ten mm-hmm. for for that for what for this conversation. It's a ten. Mm-hmm. My crazy life is like a seven and a half, eight to me. Well, that's still not bad. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying it's bad, but for the we're, we're okay. So we're not mm-hmm. saying if the album's good or bad. We're saying at least correct me if I'm wrong. Your mm-hmm. question is: Is it a classic like Good Kid, Man City is? Mm-hmm. And to me, it's not because it like okay. a lot of this music. Why I like it and it takes me back to that point. I don't feel like it's mm-hmm. timeless like Good Kid, Man City is. I think we put a lot of notions on Kendrick because it was lyrical. Like YG isn't lyrical. That's yeah. why we put Good Kid, Man City way up here, right? But the songs are pretty much parallel. Like the song, the story is the same. That's how I don't get why people don't look at that album. Like it's telling the same shit. Yeah, the story's the same, but you you so how many how many Netflix classics tell the exact same story as like a Friday? It's the delivery mm-hmm. method. It's it's mm-hmm. his delivery make is what keeps it from being on that level. Yes, the stories are very much the same, mm-hmm. but it, it's 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 the the way that you're delivering the story to me. I mean, that's interesting. So I hope y'all don't hate me, but I did I did not get a chance to listen. <laughs> we know Johnny. Um, <laughs> Johnny, why are you here this week? <laughs> But I mean, <clears throat> I'm definitely going to listen this week because I want to like I want to chime in on this. But it's interesting that these albums tell the exact same story. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just that the method of delivery is different. Now, I can't really say how much that would make it not a classic because we all we are all in agreement that Good Kid, Mad City is a classic. Yeah. So I guess I would just need to hear from myself from YG's perspective if his album would be a classic. Like, he has a story about hitting a lick called Meet the Flockers. It's just like the Art of Peer Pressure. Listen, yes. Just like it. Like, does, you might as well say the same fucking song. Mm-hmm. It's just YG's version of the story. Hell, it might have been YG and Kendrick in the same fucking story. They just... They <laughs> right, telling from their own perspective. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, but I mean, those are the parallels that I can make between the albums. That's why I likened it to Good Kid, Mad City. I'm not... I mean, I guess when I phrase the question, I'm not saying that they're... But... My Crazy Life is a classic because of the same reasons that we give Good Kid, Mad City. Maybe not lyricism, but all that other shit, like the cinematic stuff that we like to talk about. The same stuff, the story of Compton from a a banger, that is YG's story. And he has the same commercial songs on there. My nigga's on that album. What if, so you know in Good Kid, Mad City, throughout the album, he's riding around with his homies, right? Yeah, yeah. What if one of those homies is, what if, yeah. (laughs) 
I think I just debunked the shit. Oh. <laughs> we went there, yo. But now I, I, I like to have those debates because, like, I just, you know, I want to kind of think outside the box with it because, like, I was like, man, YG has a classic to me, but I don't know why people don't look at it like that. And these albums came out the same year, right? Or yeah. Am I no, no, they didn't. Uh, I, now, correct me if I'm wrong. Hold up. Good Kid, Mad City came out 2012. And when I did some research, my crazy life came out 2014. Yep. Ah, yep. you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. So, and I was wrong when I said that last week because I thought it was in the same year, but they weren't. Hmm. Still, how 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 early did my nigga drop before the album? Because I feel like that was out around the same time as Kendrick's album. It really fits, but you know what? I guess when the album, like when you know you're riding the album success or like a single or something like that, yeah. maybe like it came out with Poetic Justice or some shit. Okay. And, you know, like you know sense. something like that. But my okay. nigga came out woo, a long time. It was out for a long time. That's why I was like, man, people forget that YG had like bangers on here. He definitely has bangers. Like, uh, <laughs> I believe DJ Mustard did most of this one too, right? Yeah, like DJ Mustard, DJ Mustard and YG are like one of those parents that you know when they get together, you're gonna get a certain quality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, but yeah, Johnny, when you get a chance, you know, get into your bag, get into your bag. Yeah, man. (laughs) Go go critique and come back. I'm trash. I'm trash. I know. I'm sorry. Oh, you know, you know, I'm gonna have some critiques. Oh yeah, it's coming. It's coming. I I expect all of it, man. We'll we'll do this part three next week. But hey, our last last topic. Uh, now, people, uh, if you've been following the breaks for the past few weeks, uh, you know, before the live show, we were doing a classic album uh, bracket, uh, hip hop album bracket. And we actually <laughs> missed the final round. I'm not sure how that happened. But in the final round, uh, like we just talked about Good Kid, Mad City, it didn't make it to the final round. It was a number two seed overall. And then we have Good, I mean, Get Rich or Die Trying by 50 Cent, which is a 12 seed. <sighs> Let's just get to it, fellas. So, Who's going first? Who's taking it? Who's taking it? I'm not doing first. it. I'm letting you know right now. Now, this is another, like we, we always talk about. We talk about the music, and then we talk about legacy and impact, all that too. All right. I think Good Kid, Mad City is one of the last great um, rap albums that we've had. Um, we can pinpoint a lot of other albums that everybody like or that we like, but I think everybody points to Good Kid, Mad City as a classic album. Um Get Rich or Die Trying came out in 2003. 50 Cent could do a tour and say that I'm doing only songs from this album and he will sell out every place that he goes. Um, Get Rich or Die Trying was definitely a moment in time. Uh, G-Unit. Like, it's just everything from the album cover to the, the music, too. But I think when I think, of good, when I think of Get Rich or Die Trying, I'm more stuck on nostalgia rather than the actual album. Um, good Kid, Mad City, I actually go back and listen to. Um, so for this, I'm going to have to go Kendrick Lamar, Good Kid, Mad City. Mm. Okay. All right. Well, well, there you go. <clears throat> All right, man. Let me just talk this out. I'll go next. <laughs> so, in the case of Get Rich or Die Trying a Good Kid, Mad City, you have an album in Good Kid, Mad City that I think we have basically beat a dead horse in saying that it's a very cohesive story even though there are individual tracks that tell this complete story um told it well it's lyrical the production is great i think this is an album you can pick up at any time and listen to straight through um and with get rich or die trying it's literally like ralph said a moment in time right 
if you turn when, whatever year you turn this album on, it'll instantly take you back to that point in time. Like even I would say, let's just say teenagers today, right? Even if I feel like if they were to go back and listen to it, they could envision what the hip hop climate was at the time, especially with the beef between Fifty Cent and Ja Rule. And I think that's I think that's a major impact. Um, and I think that impact may be slightly t- personally. I think that impact is slightly higher than Good Kid, Mad City. So because of that, I'm gonna have to go with Get Rich or Die Trying. Oh, I really and it, it was by the it was by the it was by the slight like, the slimmest margins, man. Like the slimmest margin. All right. Um, All the pressure. <laughs> now I wish I would have went first. Um, <laughs> so, uh, like like Johnny said, I mean, with, with Get Rich or Die Trying, um, the the thing with that is is that the the momentum and everything going into that album, um, as great as that album is, the the story of that album is all in everything that we engulfed and entrenched ourselves in outside of the actual album. Um, and we all fed into that. Like 50 had such a way of drawing people in, uh, both his opponents and his, his fans, like people who loved his music. Um, and just the rollout of, of get Richard die trying was probably one of the best ones ever off, off beef and, uh, and Wangsta. by the time in the club dropped that, that album was already destined to go platinum. Like it didn't, it almost didn't matter what that first single was. Right. Kendrick on the other hand, as much as like the hip hop heads knew about Section Eight, um, this was the, the Good Kid, Mad City was the masses' introduction into Kendrick Lamar, and he nailed it out the park. And like I was talking about with our um, conversation with that versus YG's album, is that this is this is one of the albums that you can listen to. These songs are timeless. I don't feel like like Get Rich or Die Trying. The song as many songs are as timeless as On Good Kid, Mad City. I feel like for us who who were entrenched, then it a lot of those songs are like the intro to to get Richard Die Trying. Like we felt that because we knew everything that was going into the album. But I think that if we take both of these, we put these albums in a time capsule, and our great grandkids listen to both of them without any research, anything that uh, Good Kid, Mad City would be the one that that stood out. And for that, I had to pick Good Kid, Mad City. Interesting. Now. Let me let me ask y'all this. Like, mm-hmm. okay, so Rav said earlier, right? If Fifty Cent were to go on tour and say, "I'm only doing Get Rich or Die Trying," I think we all agree that he would sell out a lot of like a lot of cities. Absolutely. Do you think Kendrick mm-hmm. Lamar could do the same thing with Good Kid, Mad City? Mm-hmm. I'm going to no, say no. I'm the, going to the say album, yeah. the, the, the album impact isn't as big. It's not. But we, we say not. that. But even, we though, say- even though we think Good Kid, Mad City. You know, at least two thirds of us think that you know this is the better album, or that's you know at least the pick, right? I don't think Ken, like Kendrick goes sell out, but it ain't like if I'm doing a Good Kid, Mad City tour, it doesn't mean the same as Get Rich or Die Trying. It yeah. literally doesn't. We say that, but the yeah. fact that Good Kid, Mad City is still on the Billboard charts to this day does that i mean seriously like us being hip-hop heads of course like i understand that but for because but it's it's not just hip-hop heads showing up to these concerts are the are the with the the, the white people with the average hip-hop fan show up to a good kid man city tour more than we think that that they would because nobody's the staying average, on the, the nobody's hip-hop fan that what well, and that's the thing what is the average hip-hop the hip-hop is the biggest genre of music period now the average hip-hop fan no i don't think 
the core hip hop fans are us. The average hip hop fan, yeah, good kid, Mad City tour. I don't think so. You don't think so? No, I think. Well, and then this is the thing too. You gotta think about marketing. Fifty's gonna market this. Oh shit! shit. Like so, like (laughs) that's gonna get people. He's gonna start a beef with Ja Rule just just to (laughs) just before before. fact, he's gonna invite Ja on the tour. They're gonna have a battle to start every. But you know this, but I think like, and that's the reason why too, because 50's more like, even though Kendrick is the guy in hip hop right now, 50 is the marketing dude. Like 50's go get ass. Oh, 50's, 50's the better businessman by far. Oh, facts. Like, like, like the fact that 50 was able to take his success clothing line, G unit shoes, like look at everything that he was like, young buck. Vitamin water. Vitamin, vitamin water. Like. Look at everything. Like once 50's name was attached to something, everybody knew, and that's why he burnt out so quick because he did it all in such a short had, period of time. Fifty had a video game before his second album dropped. That's what I'm saying. And he had two <laughs> video, two video games, two video games. So video like, game and a movie. Like, and and we're, and we're we're just we're just getting Kendrick the actor. So well, Kendrick is I very mean, much still his, just his, a rapper. His, his career is still kind of young though. He Not really. A movie in he's, 2005. Kent, Kent, and that's the thing. We, we still, we still <laughs> look. A movie about himself. We still, <laughs> we, we still look at at Kendrick as he's still young in his career. But if we're counting Section Eight, Kendrick is almost ten years into his career. So but I mean, his, his breakout didn't come until Fifty Cent breakout wasn't until Get Rich or Die Trying. And he was in the movie in 05. <laughs> okay, okay. What, what what was the movie? Get Rich or Die Trying. That was oh, the name shit. of the movie. And that's what I'm saying. Come on, I think the thing is, the thing is, the thing is, is I, is I think, I think that we look at Fifty Cent and we remember everything. We remember everything he did. Like you, like you said, we remember everything we did. But we, I think we, we think that it happened over a longer period in time than Fifty's career was five years. Like real, <laughs> real talk. Real <laughs> from the rise, from the rise to the fall, yeah, because yeah, because yeah, I don't really remember any of his albums after Get Rich or Die Trying. I'm not gonna lie. Well, the Massacre was still the classic. I, I, I love the Massacre. No, yeah, Curtis was third, right? Then yeah, before I self destruct. Yep, that was pretty much it. Like before I self destruct was cool, but nah, Curtis was the last. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. And I still I, I maintain to this day, and Animal <laughs> Ambition is still a. Fire fifty out. Yes, yes it is. Yes it is. People slept on that. That was the first season of Power when Power was good. Yes. <laughs> right, right. Oh my god. Let's not even talk about that. Matter of fact, if y'all review Power on Oversaturated this year, I need in because I have takes that I need to get off on this. <laughs> hey man, you already know it's an open invite, man. But <laughs> let's get ready to sign off, man. Like this was this was fire. So our our classic album. Is Good Kid, Mad City. That is a definitive classic. It has beat out a lot of great albums. So, hey, listeners, we know, we know at least AJ for what we go do. Oh, that he finna eat us up. We need, we need all that energy to come to us, yo. But (laughs) Good Kid, Mad City, best album overall, yo. We did it finally. Right, finally. Shit, we gonna have to find another bracket to do. Oh yeah, we got to keep the. That may be our thing. We gonna have to do a bracket every every couple of months, okay, man. Keep, keep the same energy, but no, we gonna bust their heads in March. But we ain't gonna tell them what it is, you know. You know, like light work. Yeah, but, <laughs> in March, what, what? I'm I'm late. You no, know, March Madness, man. It's not oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we gotta be, you know, you know. Nah. 
<laughs> but hey, everybody, hey, let's get ready to sign off. All right, let me do my shit first because my shit long. So God, on Instagram, y'all change need to follow it. Change it. Y'all need to follow me. <laughs> JBS underscore ESL underscore AAMU. That's IG. Twitter, I'm JON two underscores and a letter B. Holla at me. You did that quicker than I thought. I am CEO Hayes. That is at C E O H A I Z E on any social media platform that I happen to want you to follow me on. <laughs> and, you know, I'm the Bind the Rap on Instagram and Twitter. And if you have any questions, comments, or concerns for us, email us at thebreaksmedia at gmail.com. And if you are our faithful Apple listeners, subscribers, please leave us a five star rating and review. Anything less than five stars, you're being a hater. And, that was the Brakes Radio. We out. Peace. I'm not a rapper, I'm a writer. It's a couple chefs in this game. And a whole lot of biters. Uh, wrong with these snakes. Fuck to it. Fuck wrong with them. These niggas, talkers, not walkers, the driver, Paul Walker, I got it, can't touch him like not it, I'm slipping this in, hypnotic. Fuck wrong with him. Fuck's to it. Honestly, can't nobody come for me except Kendrick. And I hope you offended, like it's untrue. Don't make me debunk it, kung fu. Fuck up the whole feng shui when we come through. They can't hurt us. My shit in target, I'm Nate Burgess, that ain't perfect. Catchy walk out with the javelin. Y'all niggas babbling about who the greatest and who after him. If intelligent discussion was dribbling, you'd be traveling and I'd be somewhere. Harlem Globe trying